Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Well, you all know if there's one rule I live by, it's fuck that fucking Bill Press. Am I right? <laughs> right. You can't outfilthy Stephanie Miller's happy hour, which is coming up. He tried. He oh. tried, man. He dropped. <laughs> he said shit on my regular show. My Dude. regular FCC-friendly, family-friendly, kid-friendly little morning radio Bill show. Bill fucking Press. <sighs> what a fucking dick smack. Uh. I mean, and I mean that in the best possible way. That Bill Press pod <laughs> is the best filthy podcast next to this happy hour that's yes. coming up right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> We love Bill Press. Everybody misses him. And he does. He still has all the, you know, the best uh, DC insiders mm-hmm. and the best uh, progressives, all yep. of that stuff you love. He's but now with, in, now with sh- more filth. He shoots the shit with Mark Pocan. Right. What? Yeah. Right. Adam Schiff said fuck on my show this right. week. It's a whole new world, man. Oh my God. It's a wild, wild west. Bill Press pod. He's got to he, run free. Go run free, Bill. Be yourself. The Bill Press Pod is all you need to stay informed, outraged, and engaged. Join me in subscribing, won't you, to Bill Press' new fucking podcast. <laughs> Go to wherever you get your fucking podcast. Search oh, oh, for the Bill Press Pod. Click on subscribe and tell your fucking friends to do the same. Oh. Oh. oh, my God. I'm unnaturally excited about this. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be incontinent like Trump. No. I said it too much already. <laughs> Noel Kassler. Noel Kassler, comedian extraordinaire, uh, live on Happy Hour. Hey, Noel. I'm so excited hey, about Jeff. this. You know I read your tweets all the time on the air, right? I'm honored. I'm a huge fan, so thank you. And I'm embarrassed because those tweets are crazy, as you know, but it's all true. So <laughs> I, I know you've been asked this a hundred times, but you obviously famously worked on The Apprentice with Trump for years. You were a talent handler there. And every time I re- I'm like, oh, oh, my God, how the fuck can he get away with this? He signed an NDA. I'm like, ooh, he's so fearless. I mean, you're not you know, scared. You're not scared that because you said you're telling the truth. So I am. That's why I'm not scared. It's the truth. And people deserve to know it. And the reason Trump was allowed to be who he was, you know, and this monster was created, so to speak, is because people were scared. You know, that's been his M.O. for 40 years. He would sign people to NDAs. He would sign ex-wives to NDAs, you know. He's gotten away with what he's gotten away with because people get scared in their own self-interest. And there became a certain point where, like, yeah, I could be scared of losing something, but there's kids sleeping in cages. You know what I mean? And there's really nothing on the other, other side of this. And that should be apparent to people now. It's like, if you don't stop him soon, what do you think life is going to be like in a year if Trump's president? You said that the other day on Twitter, Noel. And one of the things, I, you know, I think that's so eerie is you talk about that. You talk about Mark Burnett and how he created this complete fiction of mm-hmm. who Trump is, that he's rich, <laughs> that he's, you know, this successful businessman that I mean, it's 
all, and you saw it in real time being created, didn't you? Yeah, it's all an illusion. And as a matter of fact, the first part of The Apprentice, I came on when it was celebrity, but a bunch of my friends were on the crew for when it began in like 2004. And when they shot the first season, they had to rent furniture in the Trump family offices because the furniture was so ratty that the producers were like, no one's going to believe this guy's a billionaire. So they had to bring in outside couches and stuff to kind of spice it up a bit. So it's all an illusion. Mark knows it's an illusion. Trump was broke when he started doing The Apprentice. He had already blown his father's inheritance. That's why all the kids were on the show. They yeah. wanted the per deal. They would double charge you for per deals. Wow. And nothing was too petty. Let's get to the part about the poop, because that's my favorite. Because that's my <laughs> specialty. But it's just, i that's why you've gotten so popular on Twitter, is because it's like we're all like... We're fucking watching a crazy drug addict that looks like he's shitting his pants every day. And you're like, hey, guess what, everybody? He's a crazy drug addict that's shitting his pants every day, right? Exactly. No, that's what he did. And the nickname was The Shit Show. <laughs> that's what like, gaffers and stuff would call it, The Shit Show, because he would shit his pants on set loudly. Profoundly incontinent that man is because he's been addicted to stimulants. You know, he's been coke in the eighties, yeah. late nineties into you know Adderall, and he eats cheeseburgers all day. Yeah, you know, like he eats meatloaf, McDonald's, and snorts stimulants. You know, every day. So yeah, he would shit himself on set. You'd have to do a stop down, bring him off. They'd hose him off. You know, that wasn't anybody's job. Keith Schiller is the Depends Wrangler. Yeah, that was his big bodyguard who kind of would stand outside the door and stare you down. When, But you can look and see like Erdogan was in the Oval Office, the Turkish Prime mm -hmm. Minister. Yeah. And you can see Trump visibly does something. And it, this clip has gone around Twitter. You see Erdogan's face like, <laughs> oh, my God, he did not just do that. <laughs> and, well, can I make no, one more point? Yes. It's also, if you watch these press conferences when he's talking to the press and he kind of zones out or gets pissed, and then all of a sudden his handlers are like, get out, everybody get out. They rush the press, they mm -hmm. scream at him. That's, I believe that's Trump has done it, you know? No, I just, because this is confirming, have you ever seen the shots of him going up Air Force One or on the helicopter and the wind blows the back of his jacket up? He's clearly wearing a giant diaper. I mean... He's, look Absolutely. at his ass. Yeah. He's clearly wearing a diaper. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yes, and I loved you, the, your Supreme Court commentary yesterday, because you just said, judging by how things are going in SCOTUS, Trump might want to wear two pairs of Depends today. <laughs> because what we were saying, I don't know. I hate to be hopeful about anything, but a lot of experts are saying that he probably, the New York case, he, they're probably going to win in that section of it, and he, they are going to have to show his taxes and you know what you're saying is what everybody's saying they're going to find out foreign sources of income that he's not as rich as he says he is like right all the stuff that you already know all that stuff and basically that he hasn't paid taxes since the 70s you know the big secret on there is he hasn't paid taxes there's guys in connecticut with hedge funds that haven't paid taxes since the 70s you know so he knew about if you're a real estate developer there's no better way to cheat on your taxes because you can write off depreciation of buildings so it's not only that he's indebted to all these foreign services, which is, you know, foreign agencies yeah. rather. and It's also that he hasn't been paying his fair share since the 70s. And his father never paid his fair share. The New York Times did a great expose on that yeah. last year. 
Yeah. You um so, you said letting uh, Trump be POTUS without showing his tax returns is like letting John Wayne Gacy sign up for Airbnb without checking the basement. <laughs> That's funny, no? That's funny. Thank you. Yeah. 100%. Um, That's what it is. I mean, <laughs> in hindsight, when the postmortem is done on all this, people are going to be like, how did that happen? Yeah. Do you know what I how mean? How did any of it's, this? It's like the cops going to Dahmer's door and complaining about noises and walking away. You know, like... There will come a time where they're going to be rolling out the barrel, so to speak, and people are going to be like, how did he get away with it? And, I, the- and Noah, you are part scary, too, because you do know him personally so well. You said if Trump thinks his tax returns are getting released, he's going to take us all down with him. He's not as classy as Nixon. I mean, that's when you start to see just this meltdown of the press conference the other day, mm-hmm. you think of how dangerous these next six months are going to be, right? A hundred percent. And the reason I really chose to speak out and break the NDA and start doing stand up, it wasn't so much the drug use. You know, the drug use, I, I used to tour manage rock stars. You know what I mean? Taking yeah. care of seven drug addicts was my job description. Right. If you can do your job, I don't care. It's what's underneath addiction, self-centered fear, rage, resentment. The guy I know would blow up the world rather than get embarrassed. And I don't say that lightly. He's the kind of guy who would take us all with him rather than face ego death. Kind of feels like he is already. Like He's fucking he actively killing us. I mean, he's fucking actively like doing everything he can to make this pandemic worse. Right? A hundred percent. And that's the other insight that I saw. He breaks things. That's what he does. He, he's yeah. like most people want to be successful. He doesn't really care about the money as much as people think. He's lost more money than most people have had. You know, it's not really motivated by money. He's motivated by destroying things. And he found the perfect way to do that because he got into money laundering. So you destroy a casino, the people you're working for and, you know, spending the money, they still get to launder their money and you get to break something. There's something in him. You know, I often refer to he throw little he would throw rocks at the neighbor's baby when he was a kid. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That's in the Washington Post. You know, he would throw rocks at the neighbor's baby. And that's when he was like 10 years old. So he likes to break things. And that's what he's doing, obviously. Wow. Um, For people that don't know, uh, so Noel Castle worked on Celebrity Apprentice for six seasons. For the last three, you worked closely with Ivanka. Um, So obviously, okay, I don't even know where to start. Because I had friends that worked on Apprentice and they were like... You, it must make you crazy when this all started because they're like, oh, yeah, everyone knew they sent runners out to get his drugs and then they brought our hookers in to calm him down. And I, I mean, I, the fact that the Christian rights somehow <laughs> picked this guy, right, is it, it, insane. It's insane. It boggles the mind because you couldn't get a more opposite person of Christian values. Right. You know, I mean, right. he, he look at his he's married three times, you know, plus he has a kid with a maid. You know what I mean? Who fled to Mexico, which most people don't know about, but I'll tell you is true. So he's got three children or whatever, five, six children by three different women, kids out of wedlock, more abortions than you can imagine. And all this stuff was common knowledge. And he despises those people. You know, Howard Stern was right. There's that Howard Stern thing. that was. That's it. When he ran those casinos and he was the first guy to come up with the idea of busing. He would send these Trump buses out to Ohio and Kentucky and bring in all these elderly senior citizens and they'd put their paychecks in his slot machines and then he'd send them home broke without even a free lunch pass at the buffet, right? But when those people, and he'd walk through the casino pissed off. He wouldn't even be happy and like, hey, where'd you come from? Like, he's just angry. 
But when those people would run up and touch him because he was a star, he would freak out. Mm. Yeah. All right, Noel, we need to stop and clean things up a little bit because there's, wow, that's a lot of shit, yeah, literally. Can we put this podcast in the clean phone? Yes, let's put it in the clean phone pro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My God. Uh, the clean phone pro. Every, everyone's got them. They're flying off the shelves yep. because I, I was like, bah, why didn't I think of that? It's the same UV light technology they're using to disinfect masks in hospitals. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my mask in there. Yeah. I'm doing my phone. Yep. Why are you washing your hands a thousand times a day? Do you know how many germs are on your phone? And then, yeah, you touch your phone. You take your phone to the bathroom for crying oh, out loud. Oh, it's a fecal matter. Oh, God. Ugh. Sorry. Anyway, it's a charging station as well. It charges and sanitizes. Yes. And the, the uh, uh, Clean Phone Pro, it's bigger, so you can charge your phone on top while you're sanitizing your, what do you need? Jewelries, car keys, your wallet, yeah. your credit cards, your mask, your you name it. Put it in there. Your yes. reading glasses. Stick Uh-oh. it in. Stick it in. Stick it in. <laughs> you don't even have to tell it it's pretty. Stick it in. Okay. Clean, oh hmm? Thecleanphone.com. <laughs> They have amazing customer service. They are expanding. They have N95 masks. We got those. We got disposable masks. We've got the aloe vera uh, lavender hand sanitizer. Yeah. Right? It keeps your hands soft while it's disinfecting them, and you have sweet smelling. Can you put your your mask from Clean Phone inside the Clean Phone to clean it? Now you're confusing me. (laughs) Thecleanphone.com. You get one for just 89 bucks, and then you get free shipping when you use the code SEXYLIBERAL, and you have it forever. Yep. Get one for your home. All your family can use it. Get one for your workplace. We all use it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to thecleanphone.com. Keep your phone truly clean. Remember, the code is SEXYLIBERAL for two-day free shipping, and it ships immediately. Thecleanphone.com. That is thecleanphone.com. Okay. So, yes, I uh, yeah totally agreed on what Howard Stern said, and he, like you, he knows him best. He spent like a lot of time with him. Um, by the way, the other big thing about the Apprentice tapes was the N-word, right? The, everybody, and you said um, Trump gets off on using racist terms, especially if there are people around who happen to be of that particular minority. He seems to hate Puerto Ricans the most. I'll leave it at that, but his policies after hurricane, uh, the hurricane came of no surprise to you. I mean, what? 100%. And why? Everything in the world leaks. First of all, like, why haven't all the abortions leaked? Why haven't the anything from the Apprentice tapes leaked? Well, the abortions are covered by David Pecker, the National Enquirer Enquirer guy who's in Trump's. So that's what Michael Cohen and that whole world of paying. And he's not he's not a leaky pecker. Is that what you're saying? Oh, stop it. (laughs) I got there first, but you were going there. Yeah, that's why you're a professional. That's why Stephanie's a legend. God, that was good. (laughs) That was an actual Chiron. Trump afraid of Pecker. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> you are home. Yeah, Although true. I said, I'm in my country home. You look like you're in Fred Flintstone's quarry. You look like he's. you're about to I'm, slide down the yeah. dinosaur and quit work. That's true. I'm in, uh, we're up in the country. You know, I haven't been back to the city for two months. I live on the Upper East Side most of the time, but I fled uh, to the country, which I'm lucky. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. That was an actual Chiron, Trump afraid of Pecker leaking. It was an actual Chiron during It was? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, anyway, but to answer your question seriously, so that's what, you know, Pecker was on the payroll and a buddy of Trump for years, and at AMI and National Enquirer, they would kill those stories. Right. Mark Burnett is a whole separate situation. You know, as we, or as we just said, he helped create Trump, you know. He owns those tapes. I know a lot of the audio guys, you know, to the best of our knowledge, they're locked up on a vault at MGM, and I don't think you'll ever hear them. You know, which is part of the other reason I speak out, because he would use that word. He used that word more than like 
Ice Cube did on the first NWA album. Wow. You know what I mean? Like he would say, it was N-word all the time. Wow. And you would be like, dude, what are you doing? And and he would say it in front of like, you know, a lot of crew guys were Puerto Rican. You know, they shot it in New York. You'd have these Puerto Rican guys. And he would say Spicks and then look at him like, what? Yeah, I said it. He gets off on the power of doing that. And he hates Puerto Ricans the most because he's like old school New York. It's like he still thinks he's in West Side Story, like he's a jet or something. <laughs> when you're no, a jet, really, when you're does. a jet, you're, you're a jet all the way, is what I'm talking. Right, that's yeah. what he was like. He was fighting in the '60s. It's like we've moved on from that, you know. But he hasn't. And the so, thing that they, about the, the, about that, or even the N word, you think like it, it, with part of his base, his numbers would go up. I mean, it's just it's so exactly. Dis- it's so disgusting. Um, okay, let's talk specifically about the drugs for a minute because that's the thing with the media. I'm like. Are you not? Why is no one saying he's clearly on something? I mean, you talk specifically his incontinence stems from his decades of stimulant abuse on the fast food diet. He pretends he's a model of physical health, but instead his bodily functions are being dictated by his drug addiction and he tries to cover it up. You said it's evidence of his uh, incompetence and one of the many reasons for the NDAs. Um, so it's Adderall. I think you said it. it is what everybody's saying that he snorts Adderall. He snorts Adderall, which is a very common stimulant addiction these days. If you know anything about recovery and stuff, that's that's a lot of kids come in with that addiction. And why the press doesn't ask him about it, I don't know. They don't. A lot of times, reporters don't want to become part of the story themselves, you know. So if you were to ask it at a press conference, I can see why they wouldn't. But the first thing he did as president is he sent Keith Schiller and two other bodyguards over to Dr. Bornstein's office, yes. who is an Upper East Side Dr. Feelgood. He lives 20 blocks from my apartment. Half the people I know on the Upper East Side got their Xanax from the dude for years. <laughs> so the first thing Trump did was send his bodyguards over there. They pushed him to the side, literally, physically pushed him against a wall, went in, took all the medical records, all the pictures with Trump. So why did he do that? It wasn't to cover his, you know, to cover up his LDL levels. You know what I mean? That was the smoking gun. Let me make one more point. He's also hasn't submitted to a physical. His last physical was over a year ago. Right. No, to an actual physical. Right. right, He had. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah. So you said he snorts Adderall as his maintenance high when he gets too wired. It's tempered with uh, benzo something. I can't pronounce benzo something downers. Right. Valium. Benzodiazepine. Yeah. It's a Valium. Yeah. Right. You said there was also there's also robust use of cocaine and methamphetamine in the Trump orbit. Um, yeah. It, OK. I mean, I, this just yeah, okay. I, you said he sent his secretaries to CVS on 57 to pick up his scripts for herpes treatment. Oh, my he God. He also has STDs. I mean, it's just like. Ca- yeah. Captain right. Captain Valtrex. <laughs> but this was it's all too, look, not. I'm oh, sorry. Don't go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying none of this stuff was a secret, you know. Adderall is his maintenance drug. That's what he's using when he has to read off a of cue cards. He's dyslexic. They haven't treated it since he was a kid. So he gets terrified when he has to read three syllable words. That's why you see him at press conference. He's like reading with his finger and not comprehending, comprehending what he's reading. He's just physically concentrating on reading. So the Adderall makes him feel in control. When he's partying, when he's with Epstein down at Mar-a-Lago, he's coked out. And those stories are legion. I mean, so many people on the Upper East Side did cocaine with him. He did it on VH1 shows in the back of limos with models. We all knew this in live TV. He would have dealers come to after parties. It was no secret. 
None. By the way, some interesting Epstein tweets from Noel Kassler. Oh. Uh, you said Trump's feed this morning is all about the sleazy hit job Chuck Dodd did on A.G. Barr, the guy who murdered Trump's buddy Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Um, you know, the one who provided Trump with 13-year-old girls that looked like Ivanka. Um, and then you said, looks like Russian bots get extra testy when you bring up Epstein, Barr, and Trump's alleged crimes uh, that were described in chilling detail by the victim in court documents. Um, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, Noel, but Bill Barr clearly murdered Epstein, and clearly they were terrified of what he was going to say, Right. A hundred percent. And Bill Barr was also covering for his father, Donald Barr, who hired Jeffrey Epstein to teach at Dalton at 24 years old without a college degree. Right. If you know anything about the Upper East Side, Dalton back then would have cost thirty five thousand a year to send your kid in the early 70s. To have a teacher who didn't have a B.A. teaching students there is so unheard of. Donald Barr left in the cloud of suspicion that was covered up with NDAs at the same time Epstein did. So they basically both got fired within a year of that hiring. Donald Barr went on to the Hackley School in Westchester, where he was known as Chester the Molester. I went to their prom in the 80s. I grew up near there. So Donald Barr wasn't just covering Trump's ass. He was covering his own. And the whole thing was a cover up, in my opinion. And may I say one more thing? Yes. Oh, you can say a lot more things. I'm rather loquacious. I apologize. No, like. Perfect. The, I, you mentioned the N-word. I've probably tweeted three dozen times about the N-word in the last year and a half I've been on Twitter. I never get any pushback. I don't get any Russian bots. The minute I sent that treat, tweet you just read, I was attacked by Russian bots for the next 24 hours, like 500 within an hour. Yeah. So it hit a nerve. And these things are programmed. If you want to take the conspiracy thing, we know there's farms in Russia. So they know that that issue might hurt Trump. And it's like they do their search, like they, Epstein Barr or whatever, boom. And they're like you. They know everything. I mean, it's just that that's what's insane is as horrible as we know he is. Like you're saying, it's we don't know the half of it. He's a drug no, addict, a don't. child rapist, money launderer. He's, I mean, he's all of it. I, By the way, because there's a lot of talk of 25th Amendment, you said— He's very unintelligent, but he's also a master conman. He's like the godfather, as you said. I don't buy the dementia talk at all. Um, his debilitation is from drug use and the slowing down of a brain that was never high-functioning. If anything, the dementia talk offers him an alibi uh, to use later on. Because people, when they say, like, what the fuck's wrong with him? What degree is dementia, drugs, this, that? But right. it's interesting. You're saying I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I feel like it, it does offer him an excuse, and it's not who he is. Yes, he's addled. You know, he's 73 years old. He's fed his brain fat and sugar for the last 65 years. He does these drugs. He never was that sharp to begin with. But he knows who he's doing and what he's doing. So pretending he's this doddering old man who doesn't know where he is is completely false. And I'll offer my opinion on that. If you listen to the Lev Parnas tape that his lawyer, Matt Brody, leaked this summer, Mm -hmm. and they're talking about Ambassador Yovanovitch, Right. Trump's like, take her out. Take her out right now. He's sitting at a table, you know, at the Trump restaurant. And that's what he says. That's a guy who knows what he's doing. You know, a dementia patient be like, who are you talking about? Is Matlock on again yet? He's like, take her out. The person who's standing in the way of him shaking down the Ukraine, a country that is at war with our greatest adversary. You know what I mean? And Trump's like, take her out. So that's a guy who knows what he's doing. And, and 
Michael Cohen said the same thing in his testimony. You know, he is a godfather. He says just enough to not incriminate himself and pulls back. But you know what he means. Yeah. We are so excited to welcome a new sponsor to the Stephanie Miller Show, Literati, America's number one subscription book club for kids. Who did I send them to? Your ex. My beautiful ex and her (laughs) newborn. And she wrote to me and said, hi, Scoot. Look what came today. Baby books from Literati. Cutest delivery ever with personal tags in each book showing they belong to Alex. Her her baby, Alexandra. So cool. So cute. Thank you again for sharing this incredible book club with us. Alex says hi. Look, this book belongs to Alexandra. Mm -hmm. There's their kitty guarding all the books. Um, It is a fantastic thing, especially for parents in quarantine. To get it, go to Literati.com. L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I dot com slash Stephanie for 25% off your first two subscriptions. Literati dot com slash Stephanie. Curated selection. Only keep your favorites. Send the rest back for free. Every parent I know loves Literati. Go to Literati dot com slash Stephanie now for 25% off your first two orders. Literati dot com slash Stephanie. Terms and conditions apply. Um, you called, uh, it, interesting, this is also timely because Don Jr. was just on Fox last night and people saying, oh my God. He looks fucking coked up. Mm-hmm. We sweaty, glassy-eyed. Um, you called yeah. Don Jr. the second dumbest son. Uh, his <laughs> nickname was Scrump on The Apprentice. You said he makes yeah. his father look like a nice guy. He's also racist and uh, addicted. He's a deeply troubled human being with his own eyes on power and also in perpetual, perpetual conflict with Ivanka. There's no love lost between them. Oh, tell us more. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So, well, date rape. Go ahead. Date rape Donnie was one of his nicknames in college oh and his fraternity brothers would, would warn girls against him because in his blackouts, you can fill in the rest. And he, would, he was known for being like, do you know who my father is? Okay. So he would get drunk, blackout drunk. Alcoholism runs through that whole family. You know, he then went dry for about 10 years. He's obviously relapsed. I've seen him three times in the last week and a half. His eyes are all red and glassy and stuff. But he's... He makes his father look like a charming, nice guy. And I cannot, I tell people like, I'm like the Dalai Lama would meet that guy and want to punch him in the face. You know, you just look at him and you're like, ah, and he's a dick and he's racist. You know, we had a black escort that was assigned to him and he bitched about it. And then that same escort ran into him in an elevator at the U.S. Open later that year, because that's another show I worked on. And she was like, hi, Don, I was your escort, you know, at the finale. And he's like, wouldn't even acknowledge her, wow. you know, her presence as a human being. And he's he's ambitious. And yes, he and Ivanka can't stand each other. So and it, it'll be interesting. Sorry. No, but I, so the Ivanka thing, because it's just weird. Talk, talk to us about Ivanka. It's just weird. I mean, it's all the even just the pictures of him, of Trump with her are just creepy. Right. And she uses that like sex voice. Like oh, she plays it up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fake. She talks, her real voice is an, an octave lower. She curses like a sailor. You know, she talks like a girl from Queens. Buenos but, dias. Um, Buenos dias from Avenca. Buenos dias. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. It's an act. It's an act to work him up. She knows how to manipulate him better than anyone else. Ew. And she's been doing it since she was a little girl. And you see the pictures. You know, and I worked on the beauty pageants when she would host them at 16 years old. She would grind on him and give him lap dances and oh. giggle. Uh, uh. I just think I'm going to buy Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of which, I was saving the barfiest part for last. When you worked on the Miss Teen Universe, 
You said he would line up the girls on side of the stage and he would inspect them. Literally, he would stick his little freaking doll fingers in their mouth and look at their teeth. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then invite them to his penthouse. So, okay. And he was looking for girls who had big teeth like Ivanka. Those big horse teeth are a turn on for him. So he would pick the girls who looked most like his daughter. He'd act out whatever passions she had aroused in him. And that's the thing. She knows she's not going to be the victim when another girl is. Yeah. And she's going to get what she wants. So it's, it's like sick, sick. So it's like the Godfather, but he hasn't cut a horse's head off, but he's probably fucked a horse because he likes that's he likes those teeth. He likes the horse teeth. He's, yeah, he's probably gotten listen, head. He's probably gotten head from a horse. No. What? Go ahead, Noel. Sorry. <laughs> he would check their teeth, line them up and do inspections. And the first year he did that, it cost the production a ton of money because they had cameramen and audio guys standing around. You know how much yeah. it costs to shoot a live show. You were in TV. So they lost an hour because he's taking notes. He's touching their buttocks. He's doing all this shit, right? Everyone's disgusted. The cameramen are going home and telling their wives, like, this guy's the biggest pig. You don't even get it, right? But what happens the next year? Next year in the rundown and the production schedule, it says an hour set aside. Trump inspects contestants. So they didn't lose DGA money. They, they allowed it. And the point of that is, Trump normalizes things, mm -hmm. things that most people would say that should never be allowed to happen. He does it so flagrantly and so out in the open that you accept it and he wears you down. And that's what he's doing as president. We've accepted things we never should have it's, on a daily we, basis. How do we find the most disgusting human that has ever lived? Can we talk quickly about Eric, who his nickname was Twizzlers on the set? Ah. Because he would steal all the red twizzler, Twizzlers from craft services. Yeah. And he blocked you when you finally posted a picture of him smiling and wrote, Sun's out, gum's out. Oh. <laughs> so he is the dumbest one. He, he is yeah. the dumbest one, yeah, which is a title, I mean, to tell you. He's the dumbest one. And I am proud of the fact that he blocked me. It was one of, one of my finer moments. But he's also dumb. But he was also the guy like in the food line at Mar-a-Lago over the holiday break who was telling everybody that his dad was getting ready to kill Soleimani. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's dumb, but he's also an opportunist and yeah. he's also in on the grift. The only one who's not in on it is Tiffany. And I didn't know there was a Tiffany until the election. <laughs> neither, did, didn't, neither did Trump. Yeah. Right. I was like, wait, what? Now? I was like, oh, there's a Tiffany? Right, exactly. <laughs> I just pictured Eric with those giant chompers. Hey, guess who my dad's going to kill? Guess what, you guys? Exactly. Oh, and if, wait, have you ever seen Giuliani's kid who works in the White House? Yes. 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 So you know, you know what I'm talking about. He's then. like John Candy and Splash or something. That kid. Oh, but he looks just like Eric. They were sired by the same person. Whether that's <laughs> Donald or Rudy, you know, Rudy could be Eric's dad. Who knows? But one of the something ain't right. And those two guys are brothers. This is, I guarantee. This is why we have to stop this. You said Trump just wants to music when he walks in a room. He wants to get high and grab women. Ivanka and Jared want to rule the world. And Ugh. okay, we are already half. In an autocracy, but and you said this. You said if you think any of the freedoms you enjoy today by this time next year, if Trump is reelected, you aren't paying attention. His tweets in the last twenty four hours are harbinger of what's to come. But we don't do everything in our power uh, to stop him. Yeah, because he's already decimated the rule of law. And and you're right. It started with normalizing anything about him, right? Exactly. 
Exactly. Everybody at the Pentagon is sympathetic to him. It's only acting agency heads everywhere. He's got the disc, you know, the attorney general on his side. He may have the Supreme Court on his side. We're about mm -hmm. to find that, uh, you know, if he does it, and he's got the GOP, he's got people like Mitch McConnell. How do you fight against that? It's game over. And these guys will do it in a heartbeat because they know on the other side of this, there's nothing for them if they lose. You know, they know we'll come after all of them, not in the way he's talking about coming out of his enemies, but in a democratic way of voting them out. So yeah. what's they want to set up the same system Putin has, you know, an oligarchy. You know, one guy has autocratic power and he picks who else gets to thrive and everybody else is a bunch of, you know, serfs living in a feudal well, system. Well, democracy, know? we had a good run, Noel. Um, you also exactly. you made a couple great points I hadn't thought of, and I wondered on Twitter. You said having that microphone that low on the stand, these press conferences, is classic Trump move to humiliate the journalists, making them wear a mask while he doesn't. It's an optics game, but it makes them literally have to bow. Yeah. To exactly. Ask, yeah. They have, right. They have to bow, and they have to look weak through a muffled mask. And that was on The Apprentice. He would lower the chairs in front of his desk and table in the boardroom and stuff. And he did that in his office well before the apprentice that's a classic it's also why he keeps everybody waiting if you ever notice he'll be like i'm having a press conference at 5 30 he comes out at 6 15 he's always done that the only person he's never done that to is vladimir putin hmm. he shows up early when putin has to meet him and putin keeps him waiting oh. but everyone else it's a power move it's the same with his handshake when he pulls you in to yeah. knock you off oh, balance he's such a tiny weak pathetic little coward um this was interesting too speaking of that you said anybody who thinks trump would participate in debates this fall should refer to today's press conference there's not enough adderall in the world to get that depends wearing drug addict back on a live <laughs> debate stage um yeah he knows biden will just tear him up i mean 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. look he 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 folded on turned on his heels when two reporters questioned him yesterday girls. two days ago right he Girls, females, he turned and walked away. He couldn't handle it. A debate has like three or four journalists questioning him and a guy who's a thousand times smarter than him who's been in politics his entire life. They'll, they'll rip him to pieces. He knows it. His handlers know it. And there's also nothing in it for him. He's going to win based on gerrymandering, based on whatever malfeasance the Russians are going to get away with. He's not going to he doesn't need to turn voters. You're not going to, you didn't just say he's going to win. You don't think he's going to win. Please don't tell me he's not going to win. If he wins, okay. if he wins, it won't be on wowing people on a debate stage. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It'll be on whatever helped him win last time. Right. Can we end that with way. that real quick though? Cause you brought up misogyny. Isn't it? He at heart just, that's, he's just the biggest misogynist dick in the world. I was saying about what Ivana, Ivana excuse me, what she right. wrote in her book that he raped her. That he, you know, that when his, when his, hair when his yeah. hair plugs were, hurt him, he pulled her hair out and, and raped her because he was so mad that his, you know. I, I, and he said to her before he did, he said, you ruined my life. That's her direct quote. Oh. He said, you ruined my life, ripped her hair out to get revenge and then raped her. And she admitted to this in her divorce proceedings. That shows you who he is. He can only think about himself. I tell people this. If Trump had grown up in the Bronx instead of rich in Jamaica estates, he wouldn't have seen 20 years old. You know what I mean? Nature would have stepped in. Somebody else's father well, the would fact, have, like, murdered the, the guy. The fact that he's talking about this Tara Reid bullshit when, I mean, Noel, probably you have a better idea than most of us, but what his full record with women is, is, oh. I, I mean, just going to be astounding, overwhelming, right? 
hundred percent. There's a book that has 200 cases, right? Wow. That's the people who've come forward and says that he did something. That is a, the tip of the iceberg. It's like when you have a drinking problem and your doctor's like, how much do you drink? And you're like, oh, five or six. It means 15, <laughs> you know, like yeah. drinks. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're only talking about the girls are brave enough. We're not talking about all the girls that were scared and intimidated and, and given money, all the Epstein stuff. And we're not talking about the brothels that operated in Trump Tower for decades oh, that Trump yeah. would go to every night. And that's what Putin has. He's got tapes of that. You know, this Holy people shit. do have that information and they lord it over him. Holy but shit. yeah, he's he's the biggest pig I've ever seen with women. And I again, I toured with rock bands, you know, <laughs> but he's all right. America, that's uh, the president is a uh, pants shitting rapist drug addict. <laughs> And this counts as a feel-good podcast yeah. in Trump's America. Um, Noel Kessler, this was fantastic. I've been following you thank and you. loving you and uh, reading your tweets. And uh, thank you for speaking truth. And not, yeah. you're one of the few people that's not afraid. It's like, fuck your NDA. I mean, it, you it. know. Yeah. It's, fuck it's, it. There's kids, yeah, there's kids sleeping in cages, man. This isn't about me. You know, this is about our kids and the next generation. Yeah, you know? when he goes down and then you're going to come back and you're going to be fucking insufferable, man. You're just going to be like, I fucking told you. What did I say? <laughs> exactly. Everything. I... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, no Castler comedy, right? That's why you, we Thank follow you. you on Twitter. Yeah. And Yes, 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 it is. Yep. And I assume some of us will at some point be back live doing comedy somewhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I do it all in clubs all over New York City and stuff. So Gotham, yeah. wherever you can find it when it when that opens up again. And I look forward to seeing your tour when oh, it comes well, back again. Thank buddy, you. Unless Trump Yeah, you got unless Trump kills us all because we're about to see his taxes, as you said. That's true. <laughs> exactly. right. Thanks, Noel. Thanks, that was Noel. super, super sunny. All right. <laughs> happy, happy hour. Yeah. Noel Castle. Yeah.